Hey everybody, I'm Adam. I'm Michael. And today, Mike's going to give me his review of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, because we're born in Ohio. I'm great. So you're going to tell me about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, right? Yeah, I, I, yeah. Sure, that's, you want something you want to talk about? I thought that's what we were doing. You were talking about something else? No, no, no. Let's talk about that. How do you feel about the title? <laughs> so initially, mm-hmm. um, what's the uh, what's Robert Rodriguez's Once Upon a Time in Mexico? Mm-hmm. Okay. I thought he was playing off of a little bit. Of, I mean, I knew this was not going to be you know history accurate anyway right because uh, they were he was adding in all kinds of shit but the idea left me a little bit unsettled you know i've i've, I've read the book and all the shit you know about sharon tate and what they did to her yeah. and all that stuff and i thought it was kind of a little bit insensitive to do to have it in there uh, I was kind of hoping that it was going to be like a backstory. Like you, they saw in the news, they saw this or that, so they wouldn't play with it. Mm-hmm. But she's like, an, I mean, she's a character. She's, yeah. In it. Yeah, she's definitely in it. And then uh, as it kept getting closer and closer to when I knew this was going to happen, uh, it, uh, <laughs> Quentin Tarantino does it <laughs> amazingly. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you completely get why he puts that title at the end of the film. Okay. He waits to the end of the film, and then he gives you the title. And I think that, that I think that's a very good way of doing why he did what he did. Okay. Well, I know <laughs> kind of like roughly kind of what the story is yeah. like, at least the the historical thing, because that's to uh, Charlie Manson. Yeah. And... Well, and he and their whole they're like they're like a dark figure kind of in the background the whole time, but you don't. I mean, you because you know who they are. Yeah. As as the viewer, you you know they are so it's like an unsettling feeling that something that thing that's terrible is mm-hmm. going to eventually happen here okay um and you'll see you'll see them a little bit here and there and uh but but it's like mainly about leo, mainly and, brad about leo and brad pitt and they, being like and they are equal by the way yeah. so i was wondering because i love i fucking love both of these actors yeah. like i love them and i i didn't want one to have less Mm-hmm. Or more screen time than the other because I love both of them equally. Right, and he does find a way to have these two together for the majority of the film, and then when they're split up, have their own little story arc as well. Right, and because uh, it seems like it's mainly about it's less about the actual historical event and more about those two characters. Yes, and like being in their twilight years of their career. Yes. Which is an interesting way to go about it. it yeah. Because I was wondering if, when you were talking about like being insensitive, if that would be a contributor. Because they're obviously doing a story that has some historical basis, and it's a terrible thing. And, But you're focusing on two dudes like wondering, like, do I still got it? Right. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like, uh, is I'm this the way you, to go? So that movie, I'm obviously going to keep talking about it, but when, when the movie ended, I... I almost I had to sit there, and then on the mm-hmm. drive home, I just I was like, did I did I like this this movie? 
or or did I? That, or did it? Do I, do I think it's it's still it's still just insensitive to the to what happened and right. it bother and it bothers me. It, it took me a full day to digest mm-hmm. to the point where I fucking lo- I loved it. I, 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 okay. he's he's borderline messing with it, it to be insensitive to the true nature of what happens to this woman. Because, but that's not what it's really about. And he he does his normal. Quentin thing and twists it all up and it's yeah I was just wondering like if it was like this thing where they had this historical backdrop but really he just wanted to kind of tell this almost inside jokish type story about 1960s Hollywood and like production and this that and the other and and yeah no not so much it's mostly just about it's mostly really about just this aging actor who Mm -hmm. who who is past his not his prime of being a good actor. It's mm-hmm. that he's just not getting the roles as a main lead guy anymore because he's gotten older. He's not as popular. Right. Um, and then his stunt man, who's been a stunt man for years, is basically his driver because he want he they became friends over all the years of him being well, yeah. a stuntman, which is Brad mm-hmm. Pitt's character, to the point where Brad Pitt's character can't get a fucking job anymore because <laughs> he's, he's he's getting older. Although yeah. the dude looks. Still ripped his. I fucking hate him. He's such a good looking guy. His body's just fucking stupid at his age. Well, I mean, as a celebrity, part of your job is just to look good. Well, we're fucking up because we're celebrities. No, we're not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look back on this, YouTube. Uh, um, but uh, I, so here's the thing Leo is great. Mm hmm. He's got some really great scenes where he acted really great. Of course he did. Is this another potential nomination type movie for him? I don't know who would... In my opinion, Brad Pitt kind of steals it, even though okay. I, I would consider Leo to be the lead. Mm-hmm. But Brad kind of... He just kind of... He just Brad Pitts it, man. He Brad Pitts it like I love Brad Pitt. He Brad Pitt. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah. just... He's just amazing. Actually, he's my... He's, my favorite Brad Pitt is when he's being kind of a loose cannon, kind of crazy, like Twelve Monkeys or so. Fight take Club. that, take that, but but say that's the same guy, okay? Mm-hmm. But they, but he matures, okay. So he's more calm, but he still has, but he's that still shit in his head. <laughs> yeah, but he's got that shit in his head. So he, but he's 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 showing it in a very calm way, <laughs> while dishing out bad. Telling you, there's a lot of great shit, and Brad Pitt's just unbelievable in it. All right. So is Leo, but really, it's just the story arc about these two aging people trying to still keep, like you were saying, trying to keep their careers alive. Yeah. And uh, with the backdrop of the Sharon Tate story with Manson family, and uh, and then he just he plays with the story of the real story of that and inserts these these two guys into that story and starts these two actors living right next door to Sharon Tate and Polanski's house okay. that the Manson family goes to in real life mm-hmm. and just takes a real life event and just plops in fictional people and says, here, this is what would have happened if these people actually existed. Oh, in this so it's, world. Like, it's like an alternate history. It is. And it okay. is ruining something in a okay. way, but it's because I mean, that's what he did with Inglorious Bastards. That's yes. alternate history. Which, and it was fucking awesome. It's, it's fucking awesome, yes. And for some reason, I think it's because he made it such a... 
out of this world thing where this one is you're in that time period you're with what's going on you're mm-hmm. living you're, you're seeing sharon tate kind of the, he, he does give you some stuff to show that she was you know she was pregnant she was uh she she was she moved here you know she her career was just getting started she's a sensitive kind loving person like mm-hmm. he gives you enough of her even though she's very much a minor character in it yeah um and then you like the whole time it's just that that creeping anxiety yeah. knowing that something yeah. bad's going to happen. Uh, when they were showing this film at like Sundance and whatnot, some reporter like asked Quentin Tarantino about the lack of screen time for Margot Robbie and was like getting plenty. on him on I'm that. Just, yeah, I and remember that. His response was basically like, "Fuck you." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. I'm telling you, she had. I remember reading that. Mm-hmm. Bullshit. She's in that movie a lot. Now, I think the cut that we've gotten theatrically is a little different than what he did at Sundance, so he might have added oh, more he might of her more. into it. But I, given who he is, I don't think he gives a fuck about critics that much. So yeah. I don't think... Nor should he. He I'm would sorry. do that just because of that. Yeah. And obviously, it doesn't sound like that's the story he was really telling. He was telling this other, like, it kind is. of, like, buddy growing old story. <laughs> it's like his version of grumpy old men. Uh, well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's a, I don't know. It's, it's weird. It's a, not as violent and there is a, don't get, there is violence in this film, Mm -hmm. but, uh, it doesn't come till basically one major scene. Okay. Uh, and, uh, I don't know. It was just. Is it more stylized, like his more recent stuff has been, or is it closer to like how his beginnings were, where, where it was less stylized and more it's like less stylized? Uh, it's not like a Kill Bill where there's there's kind of like it's yeah. really sty- nothing like that. At like all. like Django was stylized and yeah, no. Uh, so it was a little more real. It's a little yeah, it's a little more real, and you're just basically just it's kind of like pulp, you know if you, with the Pulp Fiction with the two hitmen, except you're falling around these two. Mm-hmm. Washed, not completely washed up, but it's getting there. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and I love that. I love seeing Brad, Brad. Fuck Brad Pitt, man. His fucking hairstyle. God damn it! Put that man with a shaved head. Hot as fuck. Put him with a fucking seventies parted hairstyle. Hot as fuck him. It's just jealousy speaking. But I'm just trying to tell you, he's a good looking man. Okay. Thank God I look just like him. That's all I'm saying. No. <laughs> no, I'll agree with other people that think that you look like uh, what's his butt. How do, you, how do you pronounce his last name? Carrie Always. Yeah, you look closer to him than you do Brad Pitt. Only when I'm clean shaved. Anyway, so uh, I have some like typical questions I have about okay. Tarantino films that yeah. I ask people if I haven't seen the movie. Is it overly wordy? He has, uh, he has a, I mean, he likes doing that whole exactly what you mean. dialogue thing, but a lot of it's like kind of almost like in talk where he's just like, if he's really into a topic, he'll just do a scene where people talk about that thing yeah. and it doesn't necessarily this have is to not. do with the story. Yeah, this is not. Okay. That's good. This is, you, you he know, did that in death proof quite a bit. Oh God. Death proof. I keep, for, yeah, I didn't like that movie. When they sat around that table and they were just talking about. Like, I don't know if they're talking about like stun people or something for like 
15 minutes and i'm like what don't, the don't fuck is another, happening don't they do another like 10 minutes shot of just the girls in the car just talking about something i forget what it was for know. like ever yeah anyway no this is fine-tuned down to I, there's there's <laughs> there's a scene where um they kind of show a little bit in the trailer where leo kind of loses his shit because he thinks he did a really bad acting spot in one yeah. of the films and that's longer than i than i saw in the trailer and I was happy for it because uh, it's, you know how you, it's like not to, not because we're not relatable one way, shape or form, but I'm trying to say, you know how you like that, uh, where I did those bunch of cuts in front of the mirror, mm-hmm. like the clown face and gas mask where I'm just crying and shit. Right. So it's like how you liked that type deal thing, except Leo's just losing his shit in the trailer <laughs> and they just let it go and they do hard cuts where he's just still fucking losing it. Yeah. And it was great to see him. Leo do that. There's something about watching somebody, like if they're in a groove, like that scene that we did, I felt like you were in a groove with that. So if like Leo was like in a groove and just like going to town. You could tell Quentin just just said. Yeah, just leave the camera on. Just keep, yeah. And let it go until he stops. Yeah. And then you could tell that's what they did. It It was great. I loved it. I loved that. It's like in Django when he really cut his hand and just, he just went with it. And I, they were like, Tarantino's in the back, like, keep rolling, keep rolling. Just keep going. Because people are like, whoa, whoa, do we stop? Yeah. He's bleeding. And he's like, no, just keep, keep it going. He's, he's doing a thing. He's doing a thing. <laughs> but honestly, my favorite thing about the film is, is Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And, and Leo's, I, Leo's the main. Okay. Like, he, has, he does have a little more screen time. But just this dry <laughs> he's, just, he's just dry and yet a badass because he's a stuntman. man mm-hmm. yeah and just watching him just he's just brad pitt and i don't mean that in a negative way like you know if you say oh it's tom cruise he's just being tom cruise again not to yeah. jump all over tom again because i do like most of tom's tom's dom's movies Dom. uh but brad pitt was being brad pitt but in a very very cool 70s kind of cool fucking okay. way so uh yeah I, I i really really liked it okay was this was this told in a linear fashion yes okay and then said since his movies supposedly all live in the same world how do you think this one fits in his other eight films like which one it would be in which world closest to you mean no like apparently all of his films happen in the same world like there's this whole thing that kill bill is actually one of the movies that uma thurma's character from pulp fiction played in like that's like a film in his world oh i see so kill bill is like a movie within a movie technically okay if you go from it from that standpoint like because she was an actress yeah so and they were saying like oh that was one of her roles kill bill was one of her roles i would say well I would say this one's most directly related to Jackie Brown. Like, it seems okay. that exact. However, I didn't like Jackie Brown. This is a better... I need to watch it again. I feel like I did like it, but I don't... I like Robert De Niro I don't remember it. it. I remember I liked Robert De Niro in it. I don't was like the Michael one... Michael Keaton in that one? I feel like he was. Was he? I haven't watched it. I could it. be wrong. I've it's seen it been once, a long, and I'm just kind of like... This is the first film of his I don't really care for. And... Mm. And thankfully, it, it it was not. I, it just took me for some reason. And maybe when you watch it, it maybe you'll you'll get. What, what, I couldn't. 
it didn't click whether I really liked it or I just, just like, I don't know if I, do I want to watch that again? And then after it kind of sinks in and you kind of, and I'm like, you know what? No, I really, really liked this movie. It was just, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. It's, 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 it's messed up. Anyway, I would definitely say you must see it. Yeah, I mean, you have to see it. You have to. I will. I think there's only one of his films I haven't seen. Which one? Hateful Eight. Oh, really? Yeah, haven't That's seen It's basically it a long stage play. It was actually uh, amazingly... I wanted to see it. It's just... long as fuck. Is it? But this one's long. This one's yeah. two hours and 50 minutes, basically. Jesus. That doesn't include the credits and everything else, and it's it's a long movie, but it didn't right. feel like it. I didn't, okay. get up to, I didn't get up to pee once. I'm surprised. I'm surprised, too. Um, but, uh, no, Hateful Eight. Oh, my God. It was, that's a beautiful, beautifully shot film. Okay. I just never got around to it. It's, you know. That was hard. Oh. There's a bunch of movies I have in my queue that I just have not seen. Now that you said this about the whole world's being interconnected and whatnot, they, they, they were trying to get Leo's character to play in the all these spaghetti westerns so they kept talking about it. you need to play in these spaghetti westerns you need to be a bad guy you need to be this stuff and there you go there you go that could yeah that could be yeah but, interesting no you should see hateful eight but it's, it's no, a, you're watching basically a long stage play really mm-hmm. it's just it's and it's interesting because you know it's a fucking film but oh my god kurt russell in it yeah. Every, everybody in it was great but nice. it's literally like you went to a theater and watched a play not a film right yeah i mean like the most blatant connection is like the vega brothers or whatever yeah being in different films right like reservoir dogs and uh pulp fiction yeah was somebody from dust till dawn of vega oh shit um i don't know it's not right really neither here nor there but i'm saying like i think it's cool that that's like a running theme and is things that somehow they're all kind of related to each other wait a minute and kill bill mm-hmm. the guy the guy quinn always uses in all of his films michael his, whatever Ma- yes so he's in this too but he looks just like he does from kill bill like he almost almost the exact same mm-hmm. was he an actor a, a back or a i forget what he was in kill bill now no i mean he was a, one of the assassins because now that you said that he looks just like he's he i think he was almost dressed exactly the same way like he had mm-hmm. the little fucking thing. Well, the thing about yeah. that, though, is still, like, this movie takes place in a different time frame than Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction is right. a more modern film. Right. But I don't know. I think it's a cool little thing. I think it's a cool little thing, too. Yeah. Kind of like how Stephen King, all of his books are, inter- they're all connected. Mm-hmm. Not, he just can't end any of them, right? <laughs> but they're all connected. Yeah. So... Where would you put this on the rank of Tarantino films? Of his nine films? This is his ninth film? Hmm. Apparently he's only going to do ten. Yeah. He doesn't know if he wants to do Kill Bill Volume 3 or if he's going to count the Star Trek movie that he wants to do as one of his films, which I'm like, okay, you're breaking your, you're making your own rules about what is your movie or not. Yeah. I guess if he just writes that one and doesn't direct it, it'd be fine. That would work out. I want to say... Because I can go back and forth between Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction, which which one of those two is my favorite based on the day. Okay. Between those two, but I would say this is probably in like a, th- a third or fourth of his. It's it's okay. it's 
But it, the odd thing was, I, I would leave any Kill Bill movie, or I'd leave any of those other movies, and immediately be like, "Fucking love that! That was great." Yeah. And this one, it took. It had just, to sink in a little bit. Had to sink in. Yeah. It's like a barbecue sauce that didn't hit you right away. And came out the wrong end later. No. <laughs> like you, like you had, you had a, a chicken wing, and you're like, and had this sauce on, and you're like, oh, it wasn't too bad. And all of a sudden, like oh, thirty man. seconds later, you're like, "Ooh, my throat burns." Do you hear my cat? I didn't know if that was a, or some kidnapped child you had locked in a closet. No, that's not my that's not my thing. <laughs> no, no. What the fuck is your cat doing? She's singing the song of her people. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes she, she she gets real primal, right? Yeah. One particular toy. It's called a kickaroo. Looks like a frog without arms and legs, and it has a beaver tail for some reason. Don't know. She'll carry that thing around, and while it's in her mouth, she'll do these, like, primal fucking growls and meows. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? And then she delivers it to us. Like, I I got this for you. And I'm like, thanks. And I throw it off the bed. (laughs) Is the ant, like, catnip or some shit in it? I don't know. And where do you find these weird-ass toys? I don't know. We just happened to grab that one, Uh. and she loves that one. It's cute. All right. Now, overall grade for the film. Like, you know, you rank it around fourth in his nine films. Yeah. If you were to give this movie a grade, which, I mean, Tarantino's pretty consistent with his films as far as quality. So yeah. I imagine you're going to give this a high grade. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, a couple of, there's a couple of weird shots that make me want to that I thought maybe you should have made that a little bit shorter. So you're going to be nitpicky if with I'm, your grade. If I do you, my okay. immediate thought was a minus. Okay. But if there's a, there's a couple of things I was like, I wish, I wish that was a little shorter. Or this was, or that was a little too much. Let's not do that little couple of frames and do this instead. So if I'm nitpicking it down, okay. B plus worse grade. But my immediate reaction was a minus. This yeah. brings up a question to me. Do you? Do you grade certain directors harder than others? Because I feel like, like if this was like a shitty horror film, and you you know, you have this soft spot for shitty horror films, and you're like, you know what, this was really good, and you gave it like a B plus. Finding a horror movie that's any way decent in any way, shape, or form is almost like an act of God, anyway. So, so yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there's a lower bar. I'm sure I do that because. Once once you're on a pedestal, in my mind, okay. You got to stay up on that pedestal. I expect you to keep, and I know it's not easy. It's like the guy that did 30 Days a Night, Slade, right? Yeah. Okay. What did he do after that? He did the Friday the 13th movie, which I actually liked very much. And everyone, everyone painted it to shit. And I'm like, what are you fucking talking um, about? It was actually really well shot. Friday the 13th and yeah. the Curse of Jason's Weed Patch. <laughs> That's what I call it. <laughs> Look, they had to have a reason for those guys out there, all right? What's a better thing than fucking weed? But I'm trying to I'm, say... I'm not really giving that movie shit. I just think it's hilarious. The way that, that he did it very... Uh, he did it more violent. Like mm-hmm. a faster violent thing than the other... Jason, and I and I thought he did a great fucking job. So any Slade movie... And I know I've seen something else that he did since. And I'm like, this wasn't a fucking good movie. Like it wasn't even that... Like it wasn't shot great. It wasn't... Acting wasn't coming. Good. Then I get off at. of yeah. that. Yeah, that 
uh, what did I just lose the title? The vampire one. 30 Days of Night. 30 Days of Night. Yeah. I wanted to say 90 for some reason. That'd be a long ass time. That'd be a long. Uh, that, I thought that movie was so fucking awesome when I, I saw too. it. Yeah. And coming off of that, it's like, okay, you you set the bar really high for yourself, <laughs> yeah. but you really just kind of fucked yourself. Right. You might, I'd, I'm going to go the opposite way. Just keep getting better. I'll hold back. I know I can do better. I'll hold back a little bit. So people like, they see my next film, they're like, oh shit, he's getting pretty good. And then eventually like I, I unleash my full force. Your full And 30. they're like, holy shit. Yeah. Where has this guy been? Where's Rob Zombie going? He's just going fucking, he's here at like level two and he's never left it. Not ever. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you guys say. His fucking movies. I, I, as I'm sorry, I, 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 I disagree with you on one thing. Uh, what? What was the first one called? House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah, that was... that. I, De- I think Devil's Rejects, as far as technical filmmaking, is a much better film. Sure. I know you like the... You, you prefer the first film as like a story, I guess, or like you're, you're into the weirdness of uh, that? Of, the, of, the, of all those... Sure, no. Um, I'm just talking about those two. As a horror film, I prefer that one over ever the, all the other thriller yeah. horror because he did the halloween films which were shit like, i don't care just i'm just comparing those two films hell. go ahead i just think that that second one is a much better film technically shot better uh everything was better like from a technical standpoint in my mind yeah, those fucking movies okay the ones that you guys like the, those the the devil's rejects and what is it the six or two fives and what are the fuck the new one coming out is with the same character i don't know that i'm gonna like that anyway it is too it, it's too much like the hills have eyes it's too much like that to me i don't mean the same story i mean it's almost the same vibe and feel all the way through it and maybe i know that's probably what he's going for that kind of but his fucking wife cannot act man she drives Judy me fucking nuts. fruity she drives me nuts. The bald guy, the old bald guy who should have been dead like, I don't know, 25 years ago, but he's still alive. That dude can't act. I like that guy. I can't. I don't like him. Come on, that scene where the, the kid, he's like, he's like, don't you like clowns? Don't you think we're fucking funny? Yeah, see, you just like it because <laughs> the way he said fucking funny. That's funny. I, no, I like it. I don't like, I don't care for him in these movies. The only guy that I think is a really good actor is the, the one that the looks main, like a the main guy. And he's Antichrist Jesus. And he's in a, yeah. And he's been in a ton of other films where like the all horror, he, the guy just does horror, but yeah. he's been good in all those characters. Like he's a solid actor, mm-hmm. but he's sticking his fucking wife in. Like, Why not? She just doesn't. It's like the Resident Evil films. She annoys me. She fucking annoys me. Resident Evil, like the director that's Mila married Jovovich. to. Yeah. He's like, well, if they keep giving us money, I'll keep giving my wife a paycheck. But he didn't marry her until I think it was mid or end of the first film. Like they okay, met and then they did like six more. Yeah, those movies are so bad. <laughs> they just kept getting like the first one was decent, mm-hmm. and then they just went to sh- you know the rebooting the whole thing with James Wan, right? Like he's not directing; he's just producing. That could be interesting. Could be interesting. Maybe they'll stick more to the game and not Maybe. shit all over the. <sighs> Such terrible fucking movies. Yeah. And I watched every one of them. I think I missed one or two in there, but I, I watched a, a lot of them. After like the second I watched one. the 3D one in 3D. It was fucking great. Did you really? <laughs> they just kept getting more and more stupid. And yeah. the thing is, it's the same fucking story that they did from after like the second one. 
like three through six. It's the same fucking, it's the same damn story. Is this? Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Stupid. Obviously, we're done with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, A minus. I, I would tell everyone you need to get, yeah, you got to go see it. Um, go into it knowing what the title means. Think about what the title means. And then, and then maybe it wouldn't, I was too worried about, not that I'm hypersensitive to Sharon Tate, or, or even right. Marilyn, that's not what I meant. I mean, I he's, just, I, so basically he's alluding to it being a fantasy. Yes, but he doesn't, which like, this I thought is story was time. intelligent at the end. Yeah. He's, he's like, and, and that was story time. And I, and then you, and of course you already, by then you know why. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, uh, it's clever. And his writing, he's such a good writer. For all these fucking movies. It's just, yeah. it's just. I just wish he wasn't so verbose at some points when it's meaningless to the story. Right. You know, I don't think he was in this one, by the way, at all. Interesting. Unless I'm, I know I didn't see him. I'm happy for that. He, like, he's very good. He just looks like the skeeziest motherfucker he alive. Does. Yeah. <laughs> Like his his character in Dust Till Dawn, oh that's, yeah, that's that fits the way he looks mm-hmm. perfectly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, if any of you out there have seen the film, let us know what you thought in the comments on our website or our YouTube channel. Exciting. Yeah. If you made it this far, you probably didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I think I think our our, our listener. Well, we our just listener. now started doing uh, the video on the YouTubes. Yeah, but uh, I think our listeners on the podcast get to the end, maybe of the episode. I don't know. I don't know. Either. YouTube upward, upward battle. Yeah. Anyway, what do you got going on, bud? You got you got anything? No. <laughs> Are you done with your fucking uh, backyard bullshit? Yes, that's yeah. good. I'm I am hoping to write a lot this week. Uh, that's exciting. And uh, work on uh, some storyboard stuff for the idea that we had uh, discussed before. And uh, cool. Yeah. Right I hope, on. I hope. What do you have going on? You doing more? Why? Why? Why are you, are you doing more of your? What is this? Your what is heart? this? <laughs> well, I like this I'm, little thing here. I feel like I can. I'm like a little peeper. Yeah, you're creepy. Uh, well, I've been working on our YouTube channel a lot. Yeah, you have. Um, I put you to work. Yeah, this guy doesn't do a fucking thing. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing lots of YouTube research. And because uh, we, I don't know if we talked about it last week, but we're, we've introduced something that's only on YouTube. So you should go there and follow us. The rapid fire reviews. So if you want to know quickly... <laughs> Yeah. If it, if we recommend a movie or not, and main, let's face it, it's mainly Mike because I don't see as many movies as he does. Uh, you can check that out and get Mike's quick opinion about the movie. Yeah, he was really tired the first week we did it, so give, down give, him, give him some slack. Yeah, I was supposed to pound, uh, you know, some energy today to be more okay. happy and lively or something for you. Can. <laughs> Can we say something that's not pound more energy? <laughs> that sounds really fucking weird. <laughs> anyway, that's what I've been working on, uh, trying to get you guys more content, some variety more of, of content. 
Yeah, now you can see what we look like today. We're wearing both wearing red shirts because we're fucking assholes. Uh, not planned, but um, no, we crawled out of bed next to each other and yeah, we just happened to grab. rolled over, disconnected. Um, <laughs> other than that, I am trying to get uh, stuff with my own art channel going. I've been working on logo and like assets for the channel. I'm kind of have a idea of how to go forward and i have to like write a script for my first thing which it's not like a scripted narrative it's not like you're not coming there to see a story you're coming there to see me do art but uh the first thing i'm going to do is a video kind of explaining setting up what the channel is Mm -hmm. so that people like kind of get an idea of who i am what i'm trying to do blah 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 get that out and then i'll start doing some art some time lapse stuff and probably talking over it you're gonna keep hearing these Sweet tones. Sultry tones. Yeah. That's all, that, that's all I got. That's all they need. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So until next time, thank you for letting us all up in you. Because we're bored in Ohio. This extra, this little like banter we do afterwards doesn't make it to the YouTube because I need to <laughs> it get... doesn't make it to the YouTubes. No, because I have to get to that end screen where we're like, like and subscribe. Why can't they just like and subscribe us after, after we, because it's a weird transition. They don't get to see my winky winks. No. Well, they might see the winky winks. They don't just, they don't see this part. Well, that's dumb. Well, then fuck. we get more. Fuck you. Uh- <laughs>